Welcome to it, ladies and gentlemen, another episode of Derek and Eric coming at you. And it's going to be a fun one, ain't it? Oh, boy, we're back. And, uh, man, just wait for uh, players getting injured this week. Teams losing that I picked. Big one, and Russell Wilson goes down on Thursday night for what you you told me, six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks with the with this. Did you see his finger though? Oh, oh god! Oh. It, just like, it was it was straight, but the end knuckle was bent down. Oh, oh. And oh between and then, him uh, and Pre- Prescott's ankle. Oh, well, and then Matt Stafford had an injury in that game too—a finger injury. He's dislocated. He at the end of the game, he was talking about. It. He goes, "Yeah, I just popped it back in." I'm like, you crazy? Because Matthew Stafford just well, God. well that that guy. If you don't. Remember when he played when he played uh for Detroit in a game against Cleveland when he got sacked, he got a separated, he got his shoulder separated, non-throwing yeah. shoulder, and he continued to drive with that. Crazy. That guy's that guy's the definition. Crazy. That guy's the definition of a badass. Oh god. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what a what a week snapping all over football field. Ugh. Yeah, Count god. me out. Yep. The Eagles let me down. <laughs> I, come on, man. How did you not see that one coming? Uh, how about most importantly, the Titans and the Lions letting us down? <laughs> I, I, I told you before we started recording, I'm not picking the Lions ever again. I'm, I'm not doing it. And if you look at their schedule upcoming, they may it not ain't win easy. A game. They're not going to win a game for a while, possibly. What football gods did they upset? I don't know. All right, but what we're going to get into this week on the show is, as always, we're going to start with our NFL recap. We're going to touch on a fun stat of the week I have for Derek and some surprising NFL news and cuts, really surprising. Hmm. And then I will give you my week five power rankings. Broncos recap, find out what happened in the fallout versus the Ravens and preview the matchup versus the Steelers. Derek's lounge is Louis' lounge is off again this week. We got fantasy, and then we will pick our week five NFL matchups. Get to pick the London game. Get to pick the boy. <laughs> what a bar Jets murder. Falcons. Look out, baby. Game of the week. God. One win what, battle with teams. Who can suck less? <laughs> All right. Well, let's start with it. We're going to do our week four recap, starting with speaking of which. Washington football Ugh. team took down the Falcons 34-30 in Atlanta. Yeah, like would we say last week, which team is going to suck less in this game? And I said, yeah, probably will be Washington. And sure enough, it was them. The Falcons were dominating. And then yeah. they just stopped. Does that remind you of anything? 28-3? <laughs> Super Bowl. God. <laughs> yeah, learn to uh, keep your foot on their throat, morons. And not I'm not let picking up. the Falcons anymore either. Screw them. Yeah, pretty much. I agree. Oh, just I, 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 moving on. Speaking of suck, suck, suck. Oh God! Texans fall to the Bills, forty to nothing. Did you see David Mills' stats at halftime? Quarterback. Uh, no. Do I even want to know? He he had since QBR became a thing in the <laughs> NFL. He had the worst QBR ever from the first half for a quarterback. His final stats on the game. 11 for 21, 87 yards, no touchdowns, four picks. Yep. At the, at the end of the first half, Eric, he was one of seven for six yards, two interceptions. 
QBR of zero. Oh my zero. <sighs> Texans buckle up. It's gonna be a long year. <laughs> and the Texans were actually competitive with Tyrod Taylor. That's how sad it is. And it's just now they're just they're in trouble oh, till he comes man. back. <laughs> All right. Lions fall to the Bears 24-14 at Soldier Field. Talk about sucking again. Here we go. <laughs> yes. Jared Goff, 299 yards, two touchdowns, two fumbles. Justin Fields didn't have a touchdown, but he did get his first win on the year. This game now that Mark Sanchez had the butt fumble, this game will now go down as the crotch fumble thanks to Jared Goff. In case Jared you people – in case you people didn't see it, Jared Goff was in shotgun, went up to his center to give him a probably a signal about blitz coming. Center hiked it into his crotch. Ball went straight up. Defensive tackle for the Bears. Wouldn't that it. be a false start? No. It should be because he the, the center moved before like he was ready. No. It should he, be a false well, start. The cr- apparently, the crowd was loud, and he thought he said hike, and he, he, he hiked it. But no, it was a turnover, mm-hmm. and it's pretty embarrassing. If you haven't seen it, it's pretty embarrassing. If you see the replay, it's bad. It's just flat out embarrassing. Next matchup, Panthers fall to the Cowboys 36-28. Dak Prescott didn't have a whole lot of yards, but four touchdowns. Ezekiel Elliott finally came alive. A buck 43 and a touchdown. How about uh, Sam Darnold leading the NFL in rushing touchdowns (laughs) with five? He, He led the team with 35 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Can you believe, though, he leads the NFL in rushing touchdowns with five? That's crazy. <laughs> Who would have saw that coming after five weeks? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Didn't see that. The Cowboys improved to three and one. Panthers fall for the first time this season. Colts at the Dolphins. Colts get their first one, 27-17. You got the hapless that. Miami Dolphins. You got that game right. I did. Boop. But I'm trying to see, did the Dolphins lose their turnovers in consecutive games? Nope, they got two of them. So they're up to 26 straight games with turnovers. Oh, yeah. It's pretty crazy. I will say the Colts needed that one because it's not going to get any easier. Yeah, they finally get their first win of the year. At their first win of the the year. Jonathan Taylor had 100 yards. It's about time he showed up. Anywho. Boring game of the week candidate Browns oh. at the Vikings. 47 Browns over the Vikings. Baker Mayfield looked terrible. Yeah, how about uh, see the news about him? He's been playing with a torn uh, labrum in his shoulder. I did been, see that. He's been playing with that uh, this season so far. Yeah, he's been fighting through it. So, well, he's looked okay for this season up until this game. Yeah, that could be why he's looking the way he, that he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Dalvin Cook didn't have a good game. Thank you, Fantasy. Uh, Kirk Cousins looks Kirk like... Cousins looks like he's Kirk Cousins again. He'll be great <laughs> two weeks. He'll be terrible the next two. So <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> All right, Giants at the Saints, and the Giants win an OT in New England or New England, New Orleans in the dome for the first time this year. 27-21. Dude, I, 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 I what the Saints? Who are they without Drew Brees? Terrible. They're bad. Let's just put it that way. They are a bad team. I just I didn't see that happening. And when I saw the Giants won, I was like, wow, that's that's a pretty big upset. But hey, they finally got a win though. The second OT game between the second New York team, Jets beat the Titans 27-24 in overtime. Ugh. I can't get a read on Tannehill this year. 
He's just, uh, he's looking like he did when he played for Miami. There's no other way to put it. In my opinion, that's what he looks like. He looks like the guy that, like he's stuck in Miami again. He just, he looks bad. He's not having a good year at all. It says he's just, got three interceptions. I thought he had more than that. Yeah, I thought he did too. But five touchdowns, three interceptions for Ryan Tannehill on the year. Zach Wilson gets his first win. Yeah, the young kid finally gets it. 297, but, two touchdowns and a pick, so not a bad both, game. From the both New York teams finally have a win. That's right. <laughs> and the final Sunday morning matchup, the Chiefs dominated the Eagles offensively 42-30. But the Chiefs still gave up 30 points. 30 points. Jalen Hurts, 387, two touchdowns. He also ran for 47 yards. Wow. How about Tyree Kills? See his numbers in that game? Absolutely ridiculous. Just shredded the Eagles second. 11 catches, 186 yards, and three touchdowns. Yeah. Hello. Fantasy, Fantasy. football. Yeah. If you got him, you did well. All right. Kicking off the afternoon games, the Seahawks got him. This their second win over the 49ers, 28-21. Jimmy Garoppolo went out with an injury. Yep, it's uh, Trey Lance's show now, and I guess it's uh, Jimmy G's probably never going to be starting again, I think, for the Niners now. I think it's Trey Lance's team. Yeah, Cardinals remained unbeaten, beating my Rams 37-20, and the Rams just didn't show up. They, yeah, they well, didn't want to play football that day. It, they looked really, really sloppy and bad. Yeah. There's no other way to put it. Can't win them all, though, but Kudos to the Cardinals. Like you and I said, you got to prove it to us that you can do it. And they did. They did. They beat a good team. Yeah. Sean McVay is now eight and one against the Cardinals in his career as the Rams coach. So you got to keep going. Cardinals don't make a nine and one. You suck. Go Rams. (laughs) Go Rams. (laughs) All right. Steelers at the Packers and the Steelers just look terrible. Still, they lose 27, 17. Ben Roethlisberger looks like he's just got one foot out the door and he's ready to just go drink a pina colada on a beach. <laughs> he just pretty he, much. He looks bad. Najee Harris didn't lead the team in receptions this time, at least. <laughs> That's positive. We'll talk about this with the Broncos coming up, but I really think the Steelers where they went up to Big Ben and like, we'll take you back, but only for $5 million. Ha! He won't sign that. And he's like, okay. And they're like, oh, okay. Oh, oh, God. What did we do? Oh, God, he came back. What do we do now? Aaron Rodgers, three-game winning streak with the Packers. And they have a new signing, which we will talk about later in the show. Ravens beat the Broncos here in mile high, 23-7. to Uh, Just nothing to say. It's just the Broncos got beat by the better team. Pretty much. The Ravens' defense dominated, and the Broncos' offense looked hapless, especially when Teddy Bridgewater went down with that penalty, which should have been a penalty. Got a concussion. Got nailed, yeah. Well, no, it was that they they threw him to the ground and his head smacked on the turf. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be a penalty, but I guess if you're not Tom Brady, or you know, it's not going to count. <laughs> Pretty much. The officials have been terrible this year, by the way. But we're not going to get into that because it's out of our control. Speaking, Sunday night game. Speak. Oh yeah, keep going. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Go I was just saying, speaking of officials, how about that penalty Darren Waller got Monday Night Football? Oh, my God. The taunting's got to stop. The taunting that, penalties need to stop. You want to talk about bad officiating? Look at that call. That was Look terrible. That. Oh, it Absolutely was bad. Terrible. Oh, it was really bad. All right. Sunday Night Game, the, the, the return. They played Adele. <laughs> the Buccaneers at the Patriots, 19-17. to 17. <laughs> If you're Bill Belichick, 
56-yard field goal attempt in the rain. Your team is driving. Mac Jones looked all right. He was he was driving his team down. He he threw You're down by two points, fourth and three, and you decide to kick it with a guy whose leg was he's injured. He's playing on an injured leg, and he doinks it off the upright. Uh, a bad coaching decision. And Bill Belichick can yell at reporters for ask for yeah. questioning his coaching. That was a really bad call. It was a terrible call because he literally game plan so good around and the, i'm gonna be competitive you know, people game. are like well if you made it it would have been a bad call even if he makes it you have a one point lead over tom brady with two timeouts and 55 seconds on the clock yeah you would have lost I hate your defense is not that good i mean they held the bucks to 19 points but come on and Man. on the monday night game my boy justin herbert 28 14 over the raiders chargers are looking good man the chargers look like the uh they look like the team to beat in the NFL right now, man. They they're, look they're, damn good. Right now, they're the top seed in the AFC, but, I mean, it's only week four, so week five now. Speaking yeah. of week five, Rams beat the Seahawks on Thursday night, 26-17. Stafford bounced back after a crap, crap, crap game and a crap first half. And as we were saying, Russell Wilson's now out six to eight weeks, and you know Smith has the show, and, yeah, Seattle, good it's luck. Good it ain't going to get easier for you, Seattle. That's Let's just say that. Oh, seriously. One thing I want to do, I'm adding this on the fly, Derek. I'm changing things on the fly. I want to give you a quick standings update. Sure. You want to do AFC? I do NFC. What's that? Standings right now? Yeah. Sure. You go first. You do the AFC. All right. We'll start with the NFC East. Cowboys have a a three and one record. They're atop over the Washington football team at two and two. All right. And they have a lead over the Eagles and Giants, who are both one and three at the bottom of the division. Packers in the NFC North have a 3-1 record. They are a game up over the Bears at 2-2. Two two. Vikings are 1-3 and three and third, and the hapless Lions are Hey, Hey, man, they're coming back. <laughs> Real quick with the Lions, points 481, points against 119. Ugh. NFC South, the Bucks and Panthers are tied at the top at 3-1. Saints are second at two and two, and the Falcons are at the bottom at one and three. And finally, in the NFC West, the Cardinals are four and zero at the top of the division, only unbeaten team still left. Yep. And the Rams are second at four and one. Niners are two and two, and the Seahawks are at the bottom at two and three. All right, AFC. Let's start in the AFC East. Man, this division. Look at this. Buffalo is three and one. Then you have Miami, New England, and the Jets are all one and three. <laughs> Oh, boy. And then look at this. Complete opposite. AFC North. Cincinnati, Baltimore, and Cleveland are all three and one. <laughs> Pittsburgh is one and three. There you go. Uh, AFC South. Tennessee leads the division at two and two. Houston and Indy follow. They're each one and three. Jacksonville, 0 oh and four. They are the only winless team. No, them and the Lions are the two winless teams left in the NFL. And then you have the AFC West, Chargers, Raiders, Broncos are three and one, and the Chiefs are in last place at two and two. Man, does that sound good to say. <laughs> Little fun fact here the Falcons have the worst point differential in the NFL. They are at minus 50. <laughs> Second worst is the Houston Texans at minus 49. Falcons have put up 78 points and they have given up 128. Yeah, Texans 67. They've given up 116. That's not good. 
Best point differential, Buffalo Bills. They're at plus 90. They have two shutouts. 134 two. points, and they've only allowed 44. Most teams don't have two shutouts in 10 years. That's amazing. All right. So there's your standings for the week. Standing updates for week four slash five. Derek, my stat, I don't really have any fun stats of the week, but I have a fun game I want to play with you here. Sure. Whose stats would you want slash name the players? So they're two quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. All right. These two quarterbacks, were they drafted the same year? I don't think so. Anyway, quarterback one has 48 games under his belt. Quarterback two has 52. Okay. Quarterback one has 24 wins. QB two has 29. Mm. QB one, 23 to QB two, 21 losses. So 24 and 23 and 29 and 21. Correct. Okay. Quarterback one has 972 completions. Quarterback two has a 1,010. Wow. Passing attempt. I don't want to do passing attempts. A completion percentage, 26.5 for QB ones. Or I'm sorry, 62.5. That was terrible. Compared to 64. 11,650 passing yards for QB one. 10,690 for QB two. Touchdowns, 76 to 64. Interceptions 45 to 37. So QB1 has 76 passing touchdowns to 45 interceptions. QB2 has 64 touchdowns to 37. Game-winning drives, they're both tied at seven. Okay. And then let me give you the rushing yards. So QB1 has 450 yards rushing. QB2 has 1,055. Okay, that's not him then. Five touchdowns to eight. Eight touchdowns rushing. I have to guess who they are. And the QB rating is 89.6 to 87.2. First of all, whose stats would you want? Probably quarterback two. Okay. He's got more passing yards, more rushing yards. Sounds like he's more mobile. Sounds like he's willing to take more chances and throw the ball more. All right. Give me who do you think QB one was? Baker Mayfield. You're correct. QB one is Baker Mayfield. Who's QB2, the one you picked who has better stats? Oh, man. He's still Um, in the league, but he's not a starter. Still in the league, but not a starter? Wow. Yep. Oh, man. I want to say... Five seconds. Oh, my God. I have no clue. Your former starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears, Mitchell Trubisky. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding. Wow. Trubisky has, they're, they're on par, but like, you know, just a few numbers better. Trubisky, in my opinion, has the better stats. So I want to ask you a question. At the end of the year, the Browns have a very, very important question to ask. Do you extend Baker Mayfield at... He's probably going to ask for 40 mil. I mean, if you believe in him and if he leads you to the playoffs again and leads you far like he did last year, you, why not? I mean, where else? Quarterbacks, me it, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Quarterbacks don't fall out of trees all the time, you know? For me, it depends on how Mayfield does the rest of the year. Oh, yeah. Because as of right now, he only has two games less than Trubisky. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, he's got to pick it up. And against the Chiefs, he should have won that game, but he throws a really bad interception. Oh, so yeah. it, it's it, he's can he prove it in the big games? Trubisky couldn't. And we'll see what Mayfield does. By the way, Trubisky went to the playoffs twice. He did. And he actually got to play mop-up duty in the Bills game. Yep. So Trubisky, in the right system, who the hell knows, man? I think Trubisky's – like I call him Trubunsky just because he was on the Bears. But <laughs> clearly his stats aren't terrible. Could be your next starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos. <laughs> Boy, let's just say those numbers aren't going to change if he's on the Broncos. No. All right, so that was fun stat. I want to give you quick NFL news. Number one, running back for the Indianapolis Colts, Marlon Mack, has yes. asked for a trade because he basically lost his job last year because he tore his ACL. Uh, Namus Hines and Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor kind of took over that job and with good reason. But mm-hmm. quick landing spots do you think uh, Marlon Mack could end up with? Uh, I have a three. sneaky one. I want to say maybe the Bengals. No, they got Joe Mixon, who's second in the league in rushing. But they need a good. But they need a good solid backup. Yeah, but do you think he would want to be a backup? I don't know. I don't really think his. Eh, I, I Seattle think, maybe. I think Seattle. That was that was going to be one. I think Seattle yeah. needs a running back. Alex Collins did not play well. No, he didn't. Uh, I think Kansas City could be a sneaky one. Clyde Edwards Hilaire decides he wants to hang on to the football. <laughs> um, I think Seattle is a, is a one that to keep your eye on. San Francisco needs some running backs too. Oh, bad. Yeah, they're very yeah, they're running back starting needy. two running backs are out for the year, right? Yeah. Or Baltimore. Hello. They could Baltimore. Use yeah, they could use them. So keep an eye on that one. Two surprising cuts. In the NFL, one of them was a cut, and then he got traded. We'll start with that one. Stephon Gilmore, he and yeah. the Patriots had been in a contract negotiation throughout the offseason and into the season. Mm-hmm. They decided to cut him, but then the Panthers go, "Hey, we'll give you a late sixth round pick for him." And they go, "Okay." Yeah, they basically got him for nothing. Yeah, they got him for nothing. They did have to take his salary, but Carolina, that defense is playing well, and now they're going to be better. He probably won't play this week, but well, no, he's eligible to come off the pup list week six. Yeah, so week seven is when he may be activated and be able to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, the Cowboys cut Jalen Smith. He's yeah. one of my favorite players in the league because of his story, and he plays hard. And yeah, look who he went to, though. But then the Green Bay Packers picked him up. That's a great pickup for the Packers. Oh yeah, that guy's gonna be plugged right in the middle with them, and he's gonna help them out. I think big time. That, that was a huge pickup for the Packers. So yes, it was. Good for Jalen Smith. That was it. And he went to his mom's favorite team. Fun fact. There you so, go. That was that that was a very good pickup by the Packers. I love Jalen Smith. He's one of my oh, favorite players. No, he's a he's a good dude. And not to mention just everything he's had to overcome in order to have an NFL career. And now look at him. He gets a second chance at a team. So it's awesome for him. Absolutely. All right. Let's do my power rankings real quick. Derek, what do you want to hear first? Bottom 10 or top 10? Oh God. Let's go with the top this week. All right, we'll, we'll go with the top this week. Do you want me to hear honorable mentions first or last? We'll do that uh, last. Yeah, let's do that last. All right, so the number 10 team I have on the power rankings, despite the first loss, the Las Vegas Raiders. Their defense is still pretty good. 
Derek Carr, when you pressure him, like any QB in the league, to be totally honest, but you pressure him, he starts to falter a little bit. Yeah. What was it? Joey Bosa basically called him a, let's see, how do I, a willow? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, for those of you who need that, need to know what that is, Google that. Actually, don't Google that. You won't, No, don't do that. <laughs> All right. Number nine, just because they had such a bad week, but they're still a good team, Cleveland Browns. Yeah, they are three and one. Number eight, they're sneaking up a little bit. The Dallas Cowboys. They beat an unbeaten team, and ever since they lost to the Bucks, they've been rolling. So their 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 run game is picked up. That's the big thing. Mm-hmm. Number seven, I have the Green Bay Packers. They just keep getting better and better each week. Number six, the Baltimore Ravens. They beat an unbeaten team, and they've they beat the Chiefs. So they're still rolling. Number five, this one was a little. Little tough. Number four, three, four, and five. I bounce back and forth a lot. Nah. Number th- number five. I've got the Los Angeles Chargers. Wow. So low, huh? So low. Just because I think the two teams above them are ever so slightly better. But okay. I, their their defense is really good. Derwin James is a difference maker. Oh my God. When he's healthy. Oh, yeah. When he's staying healthy now. Yeah, he's definitely a difference maker. All right. Number four, they keep falling just because they don't seem to be getting any better. They're just kind of staying pat. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, yeah, I agree. Now, the number three team I have this, I, I, you really could swap all three of these last teams I named. I have the Rams at four and one bounce back against the Seahawks and they're, their offense was rolling too. I mean, Robert oh, yeah. Woods picked it up. You got Cooper Cup still there. Darrell Henderson showed that he can still run the football. So, Vance I Jefferson, have, yeah. I have the Rams. I think for the top two, you've got one A and one B. The reason I have the Bills at number two is just because they're not unbeaten. Yeah. So that guy, the number one is Arizona. But of the course, Bills have two shutouts. You could put them at number one. Two. And Josh Allen's starting to feel. I'm in sorry, five, two shutouts. Yeah. In five weeks, they have two shutouts. Yeah, that's, that's impressive. That's unbelievable. And then number four, the Cardinals. Or sorry, number one, the Cardinals at four and zero. Oh, they they smoked the Rams. They really did. Yeah, they did. Thirty seven to twenty. They played well, and who knows? Like this, they played well to start the year last year, though, and then they fell off after their bye week. So they got to keep proving it. Kyler Murray's looked yep. good. Uh huh. And that defense can rush the passer. I agree. But can J.J. Watt stay healthy? So we'll see what happens there. But so, yeah, I have number one, Arizona Cardinals. Honorable mentions. I still have to put the Chiefs in honorable mentions. Their defense sucks, though. That's why they're not in the top ten. <laughs> they're the 32nd ranked defense in the NFL. They're terrible. They're but they, they still allow have the Patrick most points. Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill. So they're still pretty good. But they're averaging 32 points a game on defense. If you score 42 points, it doesn't matter. I guess. No, it, it, if you score 42 and give up 32, you win. <laughs> yeah, so they did basically against the Eagles. All right, another honorable mention, the Carolina Panthers at 3-1. and one. Yep. They, they were getting beat by the Cowboys pretty bad, and then they picked it up. Sam Darnold looks pretty good in that Matt Rule offense. Yeah, so we'll does. see how they continue. They got another tough match. Or not tough, but the Eagles are not an easy, easy out. Yeah. And the number three honorable mention, Cincinnati. The, bun- the Bungles. Joe Burrow, man, leading that team. Joe Looking Burrow pretty good. good. Yeah, he does. All right, the bottom 10. Yay! <laughs> Spoiler alert, Lions are one. Woo! 
They're terrible. <laughs> They're bad. All right, I'm going to start at 10, though. Number 10, I have the Eagles just because they've, they look terrible against the Cowboys. But then their offense looked really good against the, the Chiefs. So, But that defense got beat the hell up last week. So Eagles yeah, defense needs to pick it up. That's why they're number 10. Number nine, the Colts, just because they got a win. Carson Wentz <laughs> finally looked all right. And that defense, is, that defense is still good. They just they've got a rough set of games coming up too. Oh yeah. Number eight, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. I just don't know what to think about this team anymore. They're not good. That defense has a lot of talent, and they're just giving points up left and right. Mm-hmm. And their injuries are starting to add up too. A lot of offensive and a lot of defensive injuries. Did TJ Watt play last week? Uh no. And who knows? I don't think he's going to play this week either against the Broncos. Number seven, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, you've got to get Tua back. Jacoby well, Brissett's not going to do it. They already announced uh, the 17th is when he'll be back. So not this week, but next weekend is when he'll be back. They need him because Jacoby Brissett's not good. No. All right, number six, the New York Jets, because you got to win over a pretty good team, a decent team. And, yeah, Zach Wilson finally has a win. I'm sorry. I said I meant the Giants. Did I say the Jets? I meant the Giants. Yeah, you said the Jets. Well, uh, Giants number six is the win. Giants. They've got to win overtime. Look at that, Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. All right, number five, the Atlanta Falcons. I just I. <laughs> what I, can you say about? I these don't guys? get them. I, I that's all I can say is I don't get them. And Calvin Ridley's out. You're screwed. He's out this week. Yep. All right, number four, the New York Jets. You finally got to win. Hooray. Yay, Jets. That's it. They got to win. Oh, boy. Number three, the Texans. They're clearly tanking because they, for <laughs> they've, like we said, 87 <laughs> yards passing. Yet a Texans, zero nothing rate. needs to be said. The Texans are just being the Texans this year. They're, they're going to be bad. All right, number two team is Jacksonville because their head coach likes to get grinded up on by a young woman at his own bar. Yeah, he doesn't Spo- want to travel. Spoiler alert, field. that's coming up in Louis Lounge. <laughs> it's coming up in Louis Lounge. Good. Uh Trevor Lawrence looked good against the the uh Bengals. Yeah. I was impressed with him, but it's just they couldn't come up with the win because that defense sucks. Yep. And number four or number one, as I Woo! said, the, the Lions. <laughs> that was a winnable game. They should have won that Bears game. They're the, yep. They were the better team going into that game, and they they suck. I just I'm not picking them anymore, Derek. Dan Campbell, where where's these bite kneecaps happening, bud? There are two teams I refuse to pick from here on out. It's the Falcons and the Lions. I will not pick them. Nope. That, nope. No. And looking at and honestly looking at the Lions schedule this week, I'm like, it might be it might be a month or two before they actually get a win. <laughs> All right. Honorable mentions the Patriots because of that crap play call. Just oh, go God. for it on fourth and three. Don't be a wimp. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, seven points, really, after you've been scoring 30 points a game. Real, real fun fact about Bill Belichick. Oh, yeah, late on. 200, 214 and 75 with Tom Brady as his quarterback. Tom Brady, without Tom Brady as his quarterback, he is 63 and 76. Ouch. Yep. Put that in perspective. <laughs> Another honorable mention, the Seattle Seahawks. Terrible play calling again. You have Russell Wilson on third and short, and you're oh. like, let's run it right to Aaron Donald. 
Yeah, let's run it to the biggest brick house in the league. And now you've got Geno Smith at center, and he played okay against the Rams, but when like you mentioned it before we started recording, when he starts, he's terrible. When he's the backup, he's all right. He comes off the bench, he's fine. But when you yeah, when you have him start, good luck. And just because they're not in the top ten, but three of the teams in the AFC South are the AFC South. You, you just get honorable mentions because the Titans can't lose that game to the Jets. Man, just that whole division is just bleh. worst division in football. It's called they're yep. worse. They're worse than the NFC East. Think about <laughs> that. That's bad. All right. So those are the power rankings. But Derek, let's hop into the oh Denver boy. Broncos. Yep. Man, they just uh what happened to them? They just came out. They they looked really, really flat. Even with Bridgewater in the game, they did. And I knew as soon as Bridgewater went down, there was no hope for them because oh God, no. They were they were done. But they just the play calling was just bad. They just and they couldn't stop Lamar Jackson. That was the key, is that you, you can't stop that running game. Not to mention uh, Marquise Brown was just torching them. Well, and it wasn't that they couldn't stop Lamar Jackson, they couldn't stop him throwing. And shock, shocker, Mark Andrews, tight end, burned him. It's yeah. Denver's Achilles heel for how many years now? They can't cover tight ends? Honestly, even with the Peyton Manning era, they couldn't cover tight ends. No, they haven't been able to cover tight ends for a long time. But it's just Bridgewater down now, and, and if Drew Locke is in and he's the starter, it, oh, boy. It's ugh, it's going to be a long Long, well, could be a long g- couple games or game, depending on how long Bridgewater's <laughs> out. But he's, they said he could come back, but we'll see. But I just, yeah, here you go. So, Lamar, get this Lamar Jackson, two times. Say that again. Two, I had a video just pop up and start only blaring two, in my ear. Only two times in Lamar Jackson's career has he thrown for over 300 yards, and he just did it against the Broncos. 22 of 37, 316 yards he had in the touchdown. That was Baltimore's first regular season road win in Denver since 2001. Yeah. Because they beat them in the postseason. Don't want to bring that well, that game oh. up again. But Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and then look at, if you look at Bridgewater and Locke's stats, they're not impressive. When Bridgewater went down, he wasn't that good. He was 7 of 16, 65 yards, and a touchdown. That's it. And Drew Locke, 12 of 21, 113 yards, and a late pick. Derek, I want to get your opinion on the Ravens, though. It's For me, it's kind of meh. But that whole thing of they wanted to rush for 100 yards in, like, what, their 25th uh, straight game or whatever. So on yeah, fourth yeah, and one, yeah. the game's over, and they go for it to get it. What do you think about that? I, I mean, I don't have a problem with it. You're trying to extend a record, but I mean, you are putting some guys, I guess, health at risk just in case because they probably weren't. Denver's defense probably wasn't expecting them to do that just to take a knee. But I mean, hey, the way I see it is, if you don't want them to get that record, then then stop them. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Stop them. <laughs> but no, I, I don't. I don't really have a problem with it, and I don't okay. see what the big deal is with it. What about How you? About, I. <sighs> I get why Fangio's upset. I do. I, I don't think he should be that upset about it because it's like like they did they barely get it, the record too. They only got it by 102 yards. Now, 
I really don't like how John Harbaugh lied about it and said it was important to the team. The players didn't care about it. It was important to you. Yep. You're the coach. Why don't you just come out and tell me that? Who knows? Yeah. Lamar Jackson was like, I didn't even know it was a record. (laughs) So it, it is what it is. Yeah. If it was a play to like get a touchdown to run up the score, then I would have been like, okay. Oh yeah, no, calm that's down. exactly, exactly. But it wasn't that bad, but what we're, I want to get to some bright spots of this. Javante Williams is going to be the back of the future. Do you see that one play where he carried three defenders for like ten well, yards, just running the ball and just looked like a little bowling ball? Yeah, that was impressive. Now. Nine carries for Melvin Gordon, seven carries for Javante Williams. Yep. Denver, run the ball. That's your strength. Clearly. Well, you can't run the ball a lot, though, if you don't have the lead and you get down like as far as that's they did. fair. Yep. But your quarterbacks clearly can't be the ones where it's like you're throwing from behind. If you so you've got to establish that running game early, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. So that that's really the only bright spot I saw from this game. Like Noah Fan right. had a touchdown, 46 yards and a touchdown. So good, good game for him. But yeah, but there weren't really many bright spots in this game. I know the defense kind of didn't look good. Yeah, Patrick Sertain got beat a well, few times. Hurt. He got hurt too, but I think he's going to play this week. Yeah. Um, Broncos do get Ronald Darby back. So that'll be a boost for the defense. Yeah, that's good. Um, but we don't know if Teddy Bridgewater is going to play. I think they're going to decide that this afternoon as we record on Saturday yeah, morning. Yeah, they said he has a couple more concussion tests to to pass, and the word is if he passes that, he will be cleared to go tomorrow, and hopefully he is because if Drew Locke's playing tomorrow, guess what? I'm picking Pittsburgh. <laughs> Honestly, I agree. I'm picking – I'm not lying. I'm going to pick him, yeah. I mean, the defense didn't play that bad. They gave up 17 points in the second quarter. Yeah. I, other than that, they didn't look terrible. No, they didn't. So, not much else to say. It's just the Broncos got beat by a better team. Yep. And one thing I was saying is, like, this game was kind of going to prove that the Broncos are a a good team mm-hmm. or if they're the creme de la crap. <laughs> creme de la crap, yeah. And right now, they're kind of the creme de la crap. They're the yeah. best of the bad teams. Well, yeah. And then if... the Broncos aren't a bad team. They're, they're probably a middle-of-the-pack team this year. I agree. Nine and eight. Eight and nine team. Yep. Something like that. Yeah. But let's, 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 we talked about it a little bit. Let's preview the game of coming up against Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've said it. I, I've said this. Ben Roethlisberger's done. He's old. He's decrepit. God, does he look bad? He's been terrible. Their offense is 27th in the league, their defense is 16th, and they're 32nd rushing the ball. 32nd. <laughs> That's not good. No, Pittsburgh, what have they always been known for? A rushing team and a good defensive team. And they're neither of those right now. They're bad. The Broncos' offense is 18th right now, and their defense is fourth. Yeah, they have a good defense, and they have a middle-of-the-packed offense, so at least they got that going for them. But Ben Roethlisberger, it's just – I just don't see him lighting lighten up and, and playing well tomorrow or let alone going forward the whole season. Mm-hmm. I think I think definitely this is this has got to be his last year. I, 
If it's not, then man, he's he's got to go play elsewhere because Pittsburgh got to move on. He's clearly not healthy. No, and he clearly can't do it anymore. No. So he, in the so in the in the last nineteen games for Ben Roethlisberger, so the first 11, 11 and zero. This is going back to last year. Oh boy, twenty five touchdowns, six interceptions, nine point or ninety nine passer rating. I'm That's pretty good. good. Yeah, not bad. The last eight, two and six, 12 touchdowns, eight interceptions, and 80.6 passer rating. Oof. Not good. That's terrible. Yeah, Ben. What's going on with you, man? Drinking the wrong juice? What mm-hmm. are you doing? <laughs> so, and then I have a fun stat here. The Broncos have not allowed a 60-yard rusher this season. Pittsburgh is averaging 55 yards per game this year. Wow. So 55 yards rushing the game. Uh-huh. Ugh. Uh-huh. You drafted Najee Harris and he hasn't done anything yet. Yeah. But as you said, this goes back to if Teddy Bridgewater starts, Broncos win. If Drew Locke starts, I don't know who to pick. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty and, sad. It just tells you how far Drew Locke's fallen. Oh man, he's just when he came in and I that one drive I watched, he he is bad. He is a yeah. bad quarterback. Just throwing off his back foot and just he looks like he's just in a hurry to get rid of the thing. And I'm like, dude, just calm the hell down and throw the ball. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, it's just in my opinion, I've said I don't know why he's on this roster still. Just you saw what you you know what you know, and I'm just just cut bait with him and let him go elsewhere or do something mm-hmm. else. I would. Last thing I want to touch on though, the injuries are starting to add up. But as we oh, mentioned, man. there's some coming back. Ronald Darby, Patrick yeah. Sertan's not a serious injury. Yep. Um, the the offensive guards they practiced light this week. Who I don't see them coming back. So it's up to them to the backups to kind of keep the pass rush off whoever starts. Yeah. So I, this is going to be a tough game to pick because well, we don't who's starting at QB. We don't then, know. Yeah. I, I don't know what to think of the Steelers defense, especially with Devin Bush still being out. Mm-hmm. TJ Watt, TJ Watt is Minka Fitzpatrick still out. Uh, oh no, it wasn't him. No. It was uh, their corner. Uh, Hayden, Joe Hayden. Yeah. Joe Hayden. Yeah. So we'll see what happens, but uh, Broncos are they're going to be middle of the pack this year, just from what I've seen. And their yep. schedule is not too bad coming up either. Let me pull it up. Denver's no, it's not too bad. They got the Steelers, they got the Raiders, and they got the Browns. I don't care about these other. T- <sighs> there they are. Yep, Steelers. Please stand by. Steelers, Raiders, Browns, Washington, Cowboys, Eagles, Chargers, Chiefs, Lions, Bengals, Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs. That's the remaining schedule. And they only have one primetime game, and it's against the Browns. Thursday night football, baby. Yeah, they're fall from grace. That's what happens when you suck for the last six years. You don't get that many primetime games. I mean, who knows what's going to happen against the Raiders? Like – the Raiders could either show up or they could not. 
Yeah. The Browns, that's probably not going to be easy. Washington, who the hell knows, man? Yeah, I just at the beginning of the season, I would have said Washington wins that hands down, but their defense is terrible. Um, you know, Dallas Eagles, it's not a not a easy schedule, but it's not that bad either. So I agree. Yeah. We'll see what happens, but this week is going to be an interesting week for the Denver Broncos. Oh boy, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting year. Real quick, who real quick, who gets their first win? Jacksonville or Detroit? Jacksonville. I agree. <laughs> they're both playing, they're both playing teams who are kind of meh. We'll see what happens. We'll see. <laughs> That's funny. You asked me last week, I would have said Detroit. Right? I just I don't know what to think anymore, man. I, I don't know either. All right. Well, let's quickly move on to Derek's Louis Lounge place. <laughs> oh, man. All right. But first, let's hear a word from our sponsor. All right. And we're back. Well, we kind of touched on this earlier. So let's, why not have it be the first story, right? Urban Meyer apologizes oh. to the Jaguars for a distraction. After a viral video comes out of him dancing with a woman. So let, let me clarify this. Urban Meyer is 57 years old. He's married. He was dancing with a woman that was not his wife. How old was this woman? She was 23. What? Yeah, 25. Was yeah, 25 years old and he's 57. And he's out taking selfies drinking letting this girl grind up on him he's wearing his ohio state uh little fleece jacket and it's just man what meyer what are you doing granted i know you're having a hard time coaching this year but i I don't i don't get this and yet did you see how his wife came out and said yeah everybody makes mistakes nobody's perfect (sighs) she's backing him on this but still like Come on, man. You're a head coach. You're in the public eye like this. You just. Ugh. And when he came out to the media, did you see he apologized to the podium? He was looking straight down. Yeah. Well, because he was he knew what he did was wrong and he probably felt like a dirty old man because he is. And like, I understand, like your your family lives pretty in pretty close. Like, mm-hmm. go see your family. I get it. You have a long extended week because you play it on Thursday night. Fly home with your team then fly back home. It was Dude, Ohio, Ohio bar he was at. He went to his Ohio bar. So, like, I, I do think this is, like, I don't care what he does. No, know, it's, like, it's everyone to each his own. It's your own life. Live the way you Here's the thing want. I don't yeah. like. Per Michael Silver on Twitter, the Urban Meyer situation in Jacksonville has reached a crisis point, especially in the locker room, one player told me. He has zero credibility in that stadium. He had very little to begin with. Players were particularly put off by the fact Meyer canceled Monday's team meeting as as he dealt with the uproar over the videos over him and a young woman. Getting cozy. He even canceled the team meeting. He was too scared, the player said. Wow. Instead, Meyer apologized, only apologized to position groups individually. He portrayed the woman in the video as a random person who was just there dancing. Suffice it to say that his audience was highly skeptical. Said one player, we looked at him like WTF. Right when he left, everyone started dying laughing and he knew it. Wow. 
bottom lay bottom line the player said it's bad i don't know how he's gonna function and it's just the last thing i gotta say about this before we move on to the next one it's what do you always say you're a head coach you're a professional athlete or anything you're always gonna be in the public eye there's always gonna be a phone a camera or something on you so guess what you got you got to be aware of your surroundings buddy and like i get it was a random woman but can't you just be like um excuse me ma'am space please Space. No, instead he just sat there like a creep and just let this young college girl cry up on him. Yeah, stupid. Yep. Yeah, on to the. Uh, real quick, to... real quick, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. yeah. They have two games and then they're by. Does he need to win one of these games to stay the head coach? Wow, you think he get can that quick? You never know with the NFL, man. I don't um... think it'll happen, but something to keep an eye on. Probably needs to get a win. I would say so. Yeah, he needs to. All right, What's next, buddy. On to the next. Man, this uh, this story is pretty intense. So, Brazilian soccer player was recently was charged with attempted murder after kicking a referee in his head and knocking him out. What? <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Brazilian soccer player has been charged with attempted murder after he disgustingly kicked a referee in his head during a game. Apparently. And he knocked the referee out cold. The incident went down on Monday in Sao Paulo, Rio Grande's match versus, oh God, I can't even pronounce that, their opponent. (laughs) But anyways, the player did not get a call from the referee, proceeded to get mad at the referee, lost his mind, pushed the referee down, then proceeded to back up and kick the referee in his head. Oh my God. Yeah, the video shows that yeah, Ribeiro was livid over the referee's decision, shoved the man to the ground, and then kicked him in his head, knocked him out, proceeded to shout at him while the referee laid motionless on the turf. Yikes. And then, yeah, of course, players came, player was arrested, and, of course, referee was rushed to the hospital. What the hell is this world coming to? I, 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 I what? I mean, just, yeah, you have the owner of the club that the, the Ribeiro plays for. He says, calls it revolting. We have no, no, yeah. He does not deserve to be on this team after doing a cowardless act like that. And just, yeah, look at even some of his teammates are caught off guard saying, I can't believe he did this. Uh, it says right now it's unclear whether Ribeiro will be allowed to be released from jail or if he'll remain under custody while the investigation unfolds. So he's currently locked up while the investigation Jeez. is still happening. What? Me- meanwhile, the referee was released from the hospital on Wednesday, and he is expected to be okay. But still, oh, what, good, a- good. what a whack-ass. No kidding. You don't get a call, so, oh, I'm going to push you and then back up and then proceed to boot you in the head? <laughs> you don't get a call, I'm going to kick you in the head. Like, what is wrong with people? That's insane. Man. Yeah, and then, ha- all right, on to our next one. How about this? 18 ex-NFL or ex-NBA players are charged with fraud. Sebastian Telfair, Glenn Baby Davis are part of those players. Can you believe this? Oh, boy. So prosecutors say 16 of the 19 defendants were arrested Thursday morning and are currently being held in custody. Two of those wow. players that were arrested were Glenn Big Baby Davis, if you remember him. I do. Yep, Sebastian Telfair. I don't know if you remember him or not. Uh-uh. But 
Yeah, they've been charged with fraud and they swindled a small fortune out of the association's health care plan. Jeez. There you go. The feds are saying the meds submitted fraud claims that totaled approximately $4 million and they received approximately $2.5 million in fraudulent proceeds from the scheme. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> wow, these guys could make a buff in their freaking career, so they, <laughs> they have to do this. So here you go. Davis Telfair, Terrence Williams, Tony Allen, Jamaro Moon, Tony Wharton, Melvin Eli, and Ruben Patterson are some of the players that are involved in the schemes. So they're all currently being held without bond and as the investigation unfolds. But, man, you got these guys. Man, they're in some hot water right now. Did you think? $4 million, and they received freaking more than half of that? Like, this would, this is what I don't understand. Why don't you save your money or spend it better when you're in the league? You make, you probably made what that that much after what half a season, maybe even after like ten games. Some of these guys. Well, yeah, no kidding. Especially ba- Glenn Davis, how much he made. I just, I don't understand some of these players. They're so, they're just, they're idiots. Yeah. There's no other way to put it. Oh, last man, one. That's, that's insane. Last story here. Evander Kane is in some hot water again. So we talked about him a while, or I think about two weeks ago. May have even been last week about his uh, gambling. Remember that? No, but continue. Anyways, he, he got cleared of his charges for gambling on his team. He, they, people thought he was gambling, but he wasn't. But now his new charge is he's now accused of submitting and using a fake vaccination card and submitting it to the NHL so he could practice and play with San Jose. Oh, I do remember Kane. Yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> so now first he had his, his gambling. Now he has this. So league officials are saying he submitted a bogus vaccination card to league officials and to his front office. Wow. That's so, terrible. Yeah, not only is it against league rules, it's also illegal. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You don't say. So so they go, unvaccinated pros will not be allowed to have guests in their hotel rooms, and teams will not be allowed to suspend players who aren't able to practice in team activities for COVID-19-related reasons. So, man, it just – I don't – I don't really know how to say this or anything. Oh, and by the way, he's also, this guy's just a real winner. So he had, (laughs) he had the gambling thing. He has this on him. And now he's also under investigation. His estranged wife is accusing him of sexually and physically assaulting her. Which I was just about to bring that up. So this guy just sounds like he's just a basket case of drama right now. Well, he needs he needs help. He has an addiction to gambling. He's got he's got something. He's been so. bankrupt twice because of this. Fourth overall pick in the 2019 NFL. And he had a damn good season. He's a good player. He's just he's got a he's got a he's, he needs help. He clearly it's, needs it's help. So he's got his gambling, he's got this going on for him, and he's got the stuff going on with his wife, and just, dude. Yeah, so 
San Jose says he's currently away from the team and he will yeah, remain no away from the team as the no league invest, investigates these two claims now. As you said, it's sad. It's sad. And hopefully, Kane, hopefully you get the help that you need, buddy, because, man, you're you're on the downfall of hitting rock bottom right now. Yeah. That's all the stories we got today. Wow, way to depress us on the way out, Derek. Thanks. You got, you got Kane. You got the crazy NBA players. You got a... Urban Meyer being Merv the perv, and then you got a soccer, <laughs> you got a soccer player wanting to kick the head off of a referee. Yay. <laughs> All now right. Let's move on to more something a little more cheerful. Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Our normal stardom, sit them and sleepers. I will start as always with the QBs. My number one starter against the Lions defense is Kirk D. Cousins. Oh, boy. Yeah. Good pick there. Just the Lions are they, – they have the most amount of players in the NFL on IR, and they have no pass rush. Again, their back two safeties are undrafted corners. It's not looking good. No. Sleeper, I'm going to give you Sam Darnold, Philadelphia, oh. against Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, oh, the Eagles Sammy. defense, uh, they've, they're, they're meh, and <laughs> Sam Darnold's playing really well. D, uh, real quick, you think Sam Darnold gets another rushing touchdown this week? Gets the stats no, I'm going to give six. that to Chuba Hubbard. Chuba, uh-huh. Chuba, Chuba Hubbard. With Christian McCaffrey still being Christian out. Christian McCaffrey yep. in the IR. Now, I'll tell you who I think wins that game later, but Sam Darnold's going to have a hell of a game. Another sleeper to keep an eye on, Trey Lance, maybe, if you can pick him up on the waiver wire. Uh, yeah, I no one be... knows what the hell to expect of them. And Seattle left Debo Samuel wide open for what a 70 yard touchdown against him. 70 yards. <laughs> All right. My don't touch him with a 15,000 foot pole is Ben Roethlisberger against the Broncos defense. Ben Roethlisberger going forward should be that don't one's start obvious. Him. One I'm going to give you that's kind of a sneaky don't start Baker Mayfield against the Chargers. Your doppelganger, huh? Nah, he's my doppelganger. That's what I mean. He's, he's, I'm better looking. <laughs> all right so baker mayfield don't play him sounds good ah running backs ah this one you'll like this one stardom definite stardom daryl henderson against seattle or actually nope that already happened never mind right, there you go Derek. let's do oh here you go damian harris again shut up <laughs> damian harris against houston why? Because Houston has the worst rushing defense in the NFL. Is there anything else that needs to be said? For New England, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, don't start him. Definitely. I would have Kareem Hunt. Uh, he's going up against the Chargers defense. Chargers has a damn good rush defense. Top 10 in the league. Don't go. I mean, usually the Browns, they're good at running the ball, but this week, probably not going to happen. Um, a sneaky one. I'd say a sleeper. If he's healthy, Chase Edmonds probably going against San Francisco. I think he could if he if he's able to go, he should I think he should be able to put up San Francisco has the 23rd rushing defense in the NFL right now. That's not good. No. So there you go. This so is really we, am I doing am I doing wideouts? Is that what's going on here? Yeah. Okay. Wide outs. Um entered. Patriots receiver here <laughs> for stardom. <laughs> it's our Patriots receiver here. Uh, if you really want one, 
I say Darnell Mooney against the Raiders for the Bears. Mm. I mean, he had a great game last week. Five catches, a buck twenty-five. Mm-hmm. I mean, Allen Robinson could be an option there too, but I, I think Darnell Moody is—he's going to be a problem for the Raiders. So give me that. By the way, Bears—if they want to be successful, get a true number one receiver. Allen Robinson ain't that. No, he isn't. Um, a good sleeper. I'd say uh, Corey Davis. There you the go. That's against the Falcons. J E T S. Suck, suck, suck. <laughs> um, sit him. I hate to do this to you, Derek, but Cortland Sutton mm. against the Steelers. If he's Drew question- Locke's throwing to him, he's don't questionable. Even try. He's questionable to even play tomorrow. He's injured. Wow. Yeah, he's got an ankle injury, I guess. Another injury to add to Denver's list. Why not? Yeah. So I'd say don't start Cortland Sutton. I agree. Next, any, any, you got no sleepers. First, I did. Who? Corey Davis. Jets. Oh, my bad. <laughs> All right, stardom. Pretty obvious here. Darren Waller against Chicago. Because why would you not start Darren Waller? Because he's just tearing. Come up. on, give me a good one. I'm never taking him out of the lineup. Give me a good. One. Give me a. Give me a good one, Darren. Give me a good one. How about? All right. How about? Kyle Pitts gets the Jets. That's a pretty good starter. Even though he plays for the team that we're probably not going to pick to ever win. All right. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to show you how this is done here, folks. Tight end starter, Dalton Schultz, Cowboys. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. You want to know why? Dak Prescott. Well, yes. But last two games, well, going up here, 20 points and 11.8 in the non-PPR. Pretty good. Start him. Sit him. That's how it's done. Eric. Wolf. All right. Sit him. Uh, probably I'd go with Noah Fan against Pittsburgh because if Drew Locke is probably starting, Noah Fan's probably not going to do that well, I think. Or even if Bridgewater comes back, is Bridgewater even going to really be 100%? Yeah. Don't really know. Uh, sleeper for me. Oh, man. This one's tough. I would probably go maybe Dallas Goddard against Carolina. Hmm. Carolina's not really good against tight ends right here. That they've allowed the eighth most tight end yards. Sneaky. Sneaky. Yeah. So Dallas Goddard from Philadelphia going against Carolina this week. That'd be a good one to pick. All okay. right. And finally, with defense to start him, Baltimore Ravens at the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, just, just there you go. Colts. Carson, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. I could have gone Minnesota, but that's obvious. Oh, yeah. Um, a sleeper. I'm gonna give you the <laughs> Dallas. Obvious. I'm gonna go with the Dallas Cowboys playing the Giants mm. at home against the Giants. Danny Pennies loves to turn the ball over. Danny Pennies. So I go there. Sit them. Buffalo Bills. They're gonna give up some points to the Chiefs. They're not gonna oh. pitch a shutout. It ain't gonna happen. It's gonna be a high scoring affair. So don't play the Bills defense. Also. I wouldn't play if you have them, the Dolphins defense. They're going to get, they're probably going to get a turnover. They might actually lose the streak this week. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But they're playing Tampa. So don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. All right. Anything else fantasy wise we want to touch on? Not really. Not, it's time. No, I got nothing else. 
right. touch on maybe the couple of college games going on. Yay, nay. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's touch, touch them on a little. Touch them on. Touch them, <laughs> Derek. Touch them. Touch them, Derek. Touch them. Uh, real quick, at halftime of the Red River rivalry, uh, Texas and Oklahoma, Texas is up 38 to 20 over Oklahoma. Wow. Yeah. What a game. Ohio State is whipping the crap out of Maryland 35 to 10 at half. Michigan State Rutgers is 21 to 13. Michigan State is up in the third quarter. Uh, Georgia and Auburn, big game today, this afternoon, number two versus number 18. How, oh, and then how about this on Fox today? Number four, Penn State at number three, Iowa. Each team is five and zero. Oh. Number four, uh, number three and four, right? Iowa's number three, Penn State's four. You know yeah. why this game isn't getting a whole lot of press? Why? Iowa. It, it's pretty stupid. <laughs> Nobody likes Iowa for some reason. I think they're a sneaky good team. No, they they aren't sneaky good. They're just good. Ah, uh, Kentucky. Is ranked after their win against last week. How about them last week going on the beating Florida? Yeah, that was that huge. was huge. But uh, yeah, that's about it. Those games going on today. Uh, real quick, how about this game? Tennessee at halftime, thirty-eight to seven over South Carolina at halftime. South Carolina. Oh no. Oh, I'm thinking of coastal coastal Carolina. Bad South. South Carolina sucks. Apparently. But uh yeah, that's that's all I got. Okay, well let's let's dive into it. The weekly picks. Woo! Okay, man. All right, Derek. Let's kick it off with the game. London game. The London game. What did we ever do to London? I think this game starts at what, seven or eight o'clock (laughs) a.m. Our time. I think it's 9.30. Hang on. Oh, man. Double check. Well, yeah, because London's eight hours ahead of us. Mm-hmm. So, man. It is, no, it is 7.30 a.m. kickoff Denver time. So, yeah. The Jets three- at the Falcons. Falcons are two-and-a-half-point favorites, Derek. Who do you like? 3.30 London time. Uh, Falcons and the Jets. Well, no Calvin Ridley this week. Thanks, Ridley, for <laughs> definitely needed that for my team. We don't need to get into that, but um, I don't know. Are these teams going to be better on another continent? Which one? No. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, flip a coin. Who do I pick? I'm going to go with the Jets because, <laughs> as we said, not picking the Falcons because why? The Falcons will probably go up 28 to 10, start of the fourth <laughs> quarter. Then they'll lose 31 to 20. 31 to 28, something like that. That's <laughs> what the Falcons do. And I just, I, I just, like you said, the Falcons get the lead and they just don't hold on to it. And for some reason, they're just bad when they shouldn't be bad. I will never pick the Falcons ever again, Jets. Yeah, I agree. Just... I, I, now that I'm not picking the Falcons, they'll probably win this game. Mm-hmm. But I, no Calvin Ridley is huge because then they only have to cover Kyle Pitts. So, yep. yeah, give me the Jets. Right, let's kick it off to the 11 o'clock games. Broncos at the Steelers. Oh, boy. Uh, well, I'm going to go with... I don't know. I'm going to go with the assumption that Teddy Bridgewater is going to play. Mm-hmm. And so, I, 
I'm just gonna give me give me Denver. I just Pittsburgh is just bad. Like you said, they're, I didn't realize they were that bad at running the ball. They're terrible. And if they and if you can't run the ball and you're relying on Ben to win you the game, and, and Denver's defense is ranked fourth in the NFL, I I just I, I don't believe in Roethlisberger to carry this team. Maybe a few years ago Ben could carry this team, but now. No, he's just, he's just a brutal old man back there. So yeah, give I me agree. The Broncos. I like the Broncos. Eat. With Drew Locke, it might be a one-point game, but I'll still pick the Broncos. All right, let's move on to Eagles at the Panthers, Derek. Uh, Panthers are three-point favorites because they're at home. Yeah, give me the Panthers. I think after losing last week, they're going to bounce back this week against the Eagles. And like you said, the Eagles are just – yeah, they have games where they can look good and then look like crap, and this will probably be one of the games they look like crap because, surprisingly, Carolina has a pretty decent defense. They're not too bad. Okay. I'm actually going to go with the Eagles here. Jalen Hurts looked really good last week. I think he carries that over. They got to get their running game going. Though. Yes. If they, if they get their running game going, I think the Eagles win this running away. But without Christian McCaffrey, I don't like the Panthers' offense. Mm. So give me the Eagles. Should be back next week, they say. He should be, yes. So right now they lose, but we'll see what happens. All right. Packers at the Bengals. What a sneaky good game this could be. Both teams three and one. Both teams' defenses can't stop the pass. <laughs> Joe Burrow versus Aaron Rodgers. He got the young buck versus the uh, the the old legendary quarterback, huh? Um, one guy I watch on YouTube. The kitty goes meow Bengals. Man. Um, you know, Aaron seems to struggle on the road, and I just—I don't really know. Are you going to do it? Are you going to do it, Derek? Yeah, I'm going to do it. Give me the Bengals. He's picking the Bengals. I just—I don't know. I just think with the Bengals being at home, with the Packers on the road, not to mention they're playing very early on the road. I just—I don't know. I just got a feeling in my gut the Bengals may pull this off. So the Bengals are only, or the Packers are only two and a half point favorites. The Bengals have a sneaky good pass rush. They have a good mention, front four. You want to talk about a, uh, an underrated receiving core? Yeah. Jamar Tyler Chase, Boyd, Jamar Tyler Chase. Chase, and T. Higgins. Uh, those he's, are not, he's hurt still, right? Yeah, but I mean, but you've got those three as your starting wide receivers and Joe Mixon running the ball. It's pretty good, man. Oh, see, I was going to pick the Packers, but I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to pick the Packers on the road. I just think their offense is a little bit little, better, but oh, I do love Joe Burrow. Little quick nugget. T. Quick Higgins nugget. is expected to play tomorrow. So. He is. So you will have Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, and T. Higgins all playing tomorrow. Packers can't cover all three, Eric. Oh! <laughs> All right, I'm not I, I have to pick the Packers. I'm going to stick with that pick. All right, I'm going with the Bengals. All right, do we even need to pick this game? Patriots at the Texans. Uh, Mac Jones against David Mills. Texans <laughs> suck. Uh, Mac Jones is a lot better. Yeah, give me the Patriots. Texans just, they're bad. Yeah, the Patriots have a better defense, and the Texans are just trash. All right, moving on. So we both picked Patriots. Titans yeah. at the Jags. Can the Jags get Urban Meyer? To keep his job and win their first game. Well, if he's got that yet, if he got that young girl on the sidelines dancing on me, he might, oh, yeah. might he's make some win right. everything. 
Oh man, division games. This is the thing with division games. You never know what could happen. We found that out last week when the Cardinals played your Rams. Yeah. Upstart of the week, Eric. Give me the Jags. You're picking the Jags. Only because it's a division game and you just never know what's going to happen. But I think since Jacksonville's at home, Ryan Tannehill's been playing like crap lately. I just think Jacksonville is finally going to get the first one. Two words. Derrick Henry. Yeah. It's not going to happen for the Jags this week. Yes, it will. Give me the Titans. I think Earl Meyer's got something to prove after what he did. Yeah, but his team doesn't. That's true. Um, Jacksonville will get their first win, but next week. Spoiler alert. All right. <laughs> last, or no, second or third last afternoon game, Derek's Lions taking on nobody's Minnesota Vikings. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, it's the Vikings. Yep. Give me Minnesota. My brain's telling me Minnesota. My heart's telling me Detroit. And I have to, sometimes I got to listen to my brain and not my heart. Give me Minnesota. That's everyone. Bless you. I'm picking the the Vikings. This wouldn't surprise me at all if the Lions won the stupid football game. Oh, I wouldn't because it's a division game. Division games, you never know what could happen. But But, uh, there's just too many injuries for the Lions. That's that's the thing that's. Will crotch fumble number two happen again this week? No, you know, I think <laughs> Jerichoff's not stupid enough to hit a butt fumble, so. Oh. All right, let's move on to Dolphins at the Bucks. Both Florida teams going at each other, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tampa Bay, give me the Bucks. They're at home. Uh, they got Tom Brady. Dolphins have Jacoby Brissett. They're probably going to struggle once again this week, but yeah, just, just give me the Bucks. They're a better team. Dolphins do still have a good defense, and I think they will keep their turnover streak alive, but Tampa's going to be too much. Yep. It might be a low-scoring game. Just keep that in mind. So Bucks at home as well. Mm-hmm. Final afternoon game. I don't know how to pick this one. Saints at Washington. I don't trust the Saints, but I don't trust Washington much either. Both teams are 2-2. Two and two, but... Yeah. Uh, I say Washington just because they're at home. If the slight advantage, Jameis Winston just tends to struggle on the road. He has so far this year, but he's also struggled at home as well. But I just, just give me Washington. I just think they have a slight edge since they're at home. I, that defense is terrible for Washington. They're, uh, yeah, they're which is really, very surprising. I, I don't know why that front seven is so good and they can't rush the passer. Yep. I'm going to take the Saints. They need this win, man. They, yep. they looked bad against the Giants, and they have to win this game. So give me Saints on the road. All right. All right. Afternoon games kick off now. Bears at Raiders. Oh, this, is, this one should be pretty easy. I think the Raiders. Bears are on the road, and just they're just – they don't look good. They look good last week, of course, because they played the Lions, but I think they fall back to reality this week. I think I touched on this last week. Raiders' Max Crosby is a pass-rushing star. He's oh, yeah. had a phenomenal season. I think he continues that. Bears' offensive line is T-R-A-S. Trash, trash, trash! <laughs> so, give me the Raiders at home to bounce back after losing to the Chargers. Derek, game sneaky game of the week. Browns at Chargers. This should be a good one. Uh, I just... The Chargers are rolling right now, and I just don't see anything stopping them or anyone stopping them. And I give me probably gonna be more Browns fans there, but I don't think it matters. I think the I think the Chargers get this win. 
there are a lot of Browns fans all over the place for how little mm-hmm. they've won. So, But I yeah. agree. I think the Chargers are the better team. Mayfield's got to bounce back, and I don't think he will against this pat- one, this pass rush. Joey Bosa is having a phenomenal start to the season. And Justin Herbert is just Justin continuing Herbert, to, to dude, just look good I've, every I've, week. Less, so it used to be if there was another team shirt I was going to get, it was going to be a Drew Brees, you know, like one of those player shirts or whatever. It's going to mm. be Drew Brees. My new guy is Justin Herbert. I love him. He's so good. Give me, give me the Chargers at home. Go Chargers, go. Niners at the Cardinals, Derek. You picked them last week against the Sea Pigeons. And the Sea Pigeons have lost. They won, but then they lost to the Rams. Go Rams! <laughs> Who are you uh, picking between the Niners and the Cards? Trey Lance's first start as an NFL pro, and he goes against an undefeated team on the road. Um, I think he looks game though. I know. I think he looks good, but I think he struggles because it's his first start. He's going to have those pregame jitters, and I think Arizona gets this win, and they remain undefeated. Just, be- I think, just because they're at home. I agree. I think if this was in San Francisco, it would be a different story. But Cardinals at home, they're going to be good. That crowd's going to be rocking. Oh yeah. This is going to be close, though. I think this game will be closer than you think. Mm-hmm. I need the Niners to win. So my heart's with the Niners, which is never going to ever be said out of my mouth again. <laughs> but they cut my money's on the Cardinals. Yep. Final afternoon game, Giants at the boys. Uh, give me Dallas. Uh, Dak Prescott is just, he's on a tear this year. Just absolutely, just he's playing out of his mind this year, looking good. And not to mention, you welcome in a bad Giants team. It's, eh, this game could be ugly. It could be. And the Cowboys' defense has played surprisingly well. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe the Cowboys gave all their bad juju defense to the, the Washington football team. <laughs> the bad juju defense. <laughs> bad defense, juju, bad. The juju. They gave the juju. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm going to pick the Cowboys at home. Yeah. Real quick, by the time the Cowboys hit their bye week 11, they could be 8-2. and two. They could be. They have a really easy schedule because they mm-hmm. were trash last year. All right. Yep. Sunday night game, game of the week, Bills and Chiefs. Uh, I'm sorry. I just I don't believe in Kansas City, even though they're at home. I think the Bills are just going to put up so many points, and the Bills have a far better defense than the Chiefs, and I think they'll, they might be able to hold Mahomes somewhat in check, but not too much. I think the, I think the Bills win this one. I think it's close. I think it's probably like a thirty-seven to like thirty-four game. I just looked at some the numbers here, the the, uh, the Vegas numbers. Mm-hmm. Chiefs are three-point favorites because they're at home. It's supposed to be raining, and the over/under is fifty-six and a half. Give me the over. Do you trust Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes more to not turn the ball over? Ooh, man. As of right now, I mean, you trust both of them. Yeah. Old, the old Josh Allen? No, you couldn't. But this new Josh Allen that's improved? Oh, yeah, you could trust them. I have it written down here that I was picking the Bills. I might pick the Chiefs. Oh, yeah? No, no. I just, like you said, their defense is so bad. I don't trust them to stop Josh Allen. This is going to be close, but take the over. The Chiefs, <laughs> there's going to be 60 points scored in this. Put game this in perspective. The Chiefs have the worst score in defense. They allow the most points. They allow the most yards. They're the worst team on third down, and they have the worst red zone defense. 
Oh they, yeah, there was a stat. I think I texted you this when they were playing the Chargers. They had 11 straight, or when they were in the red zone, it was like 11 straight possessions giving so up a touchdown. They're at the bottom of the barrel in pretty much every category on defense almost. They're bad. It, then it's not going to get much better. No. It's going to be close, but give me the Chiefs. I think it's going to be like 35-34 mm. or plus. So Bills on Sunday night improved before and when we both pick final game of the week. Monday night, the Colts at the Ravens. Can the Colts get a winning streak going? No. <laughs> Give me the Ravens. They're at home. Lamar Jackson, they're probably going to be running running wild. And I think just because they're at home, they're going to win this game. So, yeah, give me the Ravens. I picked the Colts last week because they needed a win. They need a win this week, but they're playing too good of an opponent. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's it. Hey, I want to touch on this real quick. Baseball postseason just went underway. Yeah. So let me pull it up here real quick. Real quick, Eric did win the picks last week, ten to seven, and he yeah. now leads. He now leads overall forty picks to my thirty-eight. You were you were you were steady Teddy, and now I'm steady Teddy. So you you went nine nine thirteen and seven. Well, I went seven I, eleven twelve and ten. That's what I get for picking the Eagles. <laughs> Idiots! Thanks for letting me down, Philly. <laughs> But right now in baseball, so we had the Red Sox and Yankees play a one-game playoff, and the Yankees look terrible. Yeah, and they lost. That's and awesome. They lost. They they got they got blown out basically six to two. Mm-hmm. And the Dodgers beat the Cardinals on a walk-off two-run home run. That one hurt. I Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt. I just want them to win, and they they couldn't. Um. So and then. On Thursday, we had the White Sox and the Astros face off, and the Astros got game one, six to one. Tampa played the Red Sox and Tampa Bay, man. That good that team is good. Five mm-hmm. nothing. They beat the Red Sox in game one. And then on Friday, we had game two between the White Sox and the Astros. And the Astros won nine to four. I'm sure there were a few trash cans going off in the background somewhere. <laughs> Uh, game one between the Braves and Brewers. The Brewers won two to one. <laughs> Some trash cans going on. <laughs> game two between the Red Sox and Rays. The Red Sox put 14 runs across home plate. 14 to six, they beat the Rays. And game one between the Dodgers and Giants. Giants took it for nothing. So good games there. Today we've got the NL going at it between the Braves and Brewers. Game two and the Giants and Dodgers going for game two as well. And on Sunday, Red Sox and Rays in Boston go for game three. And Chicago needs to stave off elimination as they face the Astros in Chicago for game three. Real quick, a little uh, little nugget here. This weekend, Matt Ryan could be part of NFL history. He could be the sixth quarterback only in NFL history to have 5,000 completions. Wow. He is 25 completions away. Those other guys that are part of that group are Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Brett Favre, and Ben Roethlisberger. There might be a fun stat of the week for you next week, folks. So there you go. Matt Ryan could make NFL history this week if he gets 25 or more completions. Also, next week on Tuesday, the NHL season kicks off. We've got Penguins at the Lightning. And... The first ever game between the Seattle Kraken and the Vegas Golden Knights, the two newest teams face off. Heck I'm going to yeah. watch that game. And by the way, both games are on ESPN. So NHL's back on ESPN. 
NBA kicks off pretty soon too, right? Let me get that game up. Also, a little fun fact, just found out the New England Patriots will be down four starting offensive linemen tomorrow against the Texans. Ooh. (laughs) Shaq Mason is down with an abdomen injury. Right tackle Trent Brown is down with a calf injury. Left tackle Isaiah Wynn and left guard Mike Oanua are on the COVID list. So there you go. Uh, And then NBA kicks off in two weeks, by the way. Yep. All right. Well, that's all we got. That was a fun one. We'll have to touch on some NHL and MLB next week. And we'll also get you week six, ready for week six ahead of that game. All right. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Derek and Eric. Go around. And we will catch you all next week. Get a win, Lions. That's not going to happen. Peace. (laughs) Peace.